It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What does Chad Ryder at NFL.com think about Tyler Smith in the rest of the Dallas Cowboys draft class? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Cowboys podcast. You are Locked On Cowboys, your Locked daily Dallas Cowboys on. podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Locked Network, your on. team every day. Locked On. Locked, Locked On. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms. I am Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. And today I am joined by the great Chad Ryder of NFL.com. Puts out fantastic content all year long. Also a frequent guest of the Power Ranking Show, one of my favorite podcasts that's out there uh, with Elliot Harrison. Uh, Chad, what's going on? Mine sir? too. Mine too. Yes. There you go. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, so we are in the middle of July, which means that you are doing some deep dives on some 2023 players. Just in general, how's the 2023 class feel so far? Not bad? Uh- Good, good. Uh, we're gonna people are gonna enjoy the skill position players a little bit more. Uh, oh, thank goodness. We're gonna end up talking about you know like twenty five different quarterbacks this year, and it's gonna it's gonna be really interesting to see how that plays out. And and of course, at the other position, you know, the other skill positions are a lot better. Some great guys on defense up top to talk about too. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. All right, so I brought you on the show today to talk about Tyler Smith because. Anybody that listened to this podcast or the Power Ranking Show like two months leading up to the drafts, they they know what my ultimate worst case scenario was, and it happened yep. on draft night with the Cowboys selecting Tyler Smith. So, can you make me feel better about the pick now that we're like two months removed from it? Yeah, I mean he he's got some upside to him. Uh, he he, unlike some guys that have been picked later in the first round, like a Titus Howard, for example, in the Texans chose him later in the first round. He's a better athlete than that. Um, he's a young player, obviously, so he has a lot of room to grow. And he gets off the ball well. He's a, he's a really good power player. So uh, hopefully he can take advantage of those uh, abilities over the next couple of years and, and, and grow as a player. Uh, you know, he's, he's got some things he has to clean up. You know, if he he's facing professionals now and you can't hold all the time against these guys. It's going to cost your team. So he's going to have to work on getting his hands inside, um, really working to, to, to on his technique in order to take advantage of that athleticism uh, as his career goes on. So I, I don't know that I would have made that pick, but I see why they have interest in him. And if, if man, if he could actually play tackle as well as because you know you've seen the Cowboys have injury issues uh, at left tackle Tyron Smith, so you know there's a lot of potential there. Um, doesn't always come to fruition, but you know I I, I see what they were looking at. But again, uh, I was kind of with you on that. I thought that was yeah, a little I, bit rich. You didn't make me feel any better. Let me let me just say that. I, Look, I, I, go ahead. You know, no, I mean, there's only so much you could say because you watched the film and, and you saw what he did on the field and you know i think teams 
they have to, and I've always said, the tape isn't everything. It doesn't tell you what that player is going to be tomorrow. It tells you what he was yesterday. Mm-hmm. And teams take these guys and with the, I'd say, like, we can coach him to be better. Sometimes that works out. Sometimes it doesn't work out. But but that's their, um, you know, a- approach to it. And, and I think, you know, I, I think if you can take Terrence Steele, who really struggled at the senior bowl, right? And he didn't end up getting drafted, but he's made some progress. And if you can see that sort of progress with Smith over the next couple of years, then that may have something. Have you seen an offensive lineman that's been drafted, let's say in the first couple of rounds, that's had really sloppy technique and, you know, have some of the same problems that Tyler Smith has kind of correct it in the NFL? Because, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like of Greg Robinson, who had a lot of similar right. issues coming out of Auburn. Jason Smith. Is there a positive example of one of those guys coming in and all of a sudden reworking their technique and being a good player? I, I think the problem with guys like that is if you expect them to step in at left, like if you expected Tyler Smith to step in at left, left tackle tomorrow, I, I don't know that you can do that. If you get him into a system where you like your – center if you have a veteran center that you trust and you get him at one of the guard spots and you focus him on the run game and you you work with him on his pass protection inside then maybe you have something and, and I, I think guys that make the move um it's tough. we saw with alex leatherwood last year it's mm-hmm. tough right um and I took a note that that maybe they're working uh, 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 Smith outside at Tyron Smith, right, at left tackle if they have him. And we saw what happened with Leatherwood last year. So I'm not coming up with a lot of examples of guys that, as rookies, all of a sudden became really good players at trying to clean up that technique. On the other hand, there's not been a lot of guys – with this met with this combination of size, athleticism, and relative youth um, that have come out. A lot of guys that are, are coming out like 23, 24 years old mm-hmm. coming out, picked up this high, and they never really got it. And you just gotta hope, if you're a Cowboys fan, that they figure it out with this guy over the next couple of years. Um, but look, you know, I, I was looking through the draft and 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 just if we throw some names out there, who would you have rather they selected, right? Would you have rather they taken Jermaine Johnson? Would you rather have taken Devin Lloyd? Would you rather have taken, I mean, there are some names there, right? So, um, and and then maybe taking a Luke Gedeke, you know, in the second round, something like that. And I think you would have liked that. And I probably would have graded that a little bit higher myself. So um, I'm with you. It's going to be an uphill battle with Smith. You just got to hope that he can figure it out quickly if they're going to stick him in the starting lineup. I just have seen so many of these offensive linemen over the last couple of years, especially the ones drafted high with bad technique, like just not figure it out. I mean, Alex Leatherwood was your example. I think yeah. Austin Jackson was one of those. And was it the 2020 draft? Yeah. Like yeah. we see this happen a lot. And I've been trying to like brace Cowboy fans for like the most likely outcome that he's, what if he's DJ Fluker, right? DJ Fluker right. was a tackle at Alabama who, very, very average at best tackle. I think he yep. was a better guard. You know, right. hung around the NFL for a little bit. Like, I think that's what you're expecting more so than what you've hit on with the other first round offensive linemen. Yeah. I mean, you got to hope, like, Andrew Thomas was another guy that came out of Georgia. He, 
he wasn't as dominant as I think people thought he was at Georgia and he struggled as a rookie, but he came on. Right. I mean, and I think some guys do kind of figure it out. Robert hunt, another guy, maybe yep. that's in that yep. boat. That's starting to figure it out now. Um, you know, I think I think there are guys. That, what about Lakin Tomlinson? I don't think Lakin Tomlinson yeah, figured it out guy. until right. really this year. Yeah. Well, well, now I'm not sure what you think about Connor Williams, but I mean, you know, I mean, he was a little bit later pick. We're talking second round pick. Yep. But he, yep. a lot of teams weren't real high on him coming out either, and I think they saw what his his struggles at left tackle at times at Texas, and they move him inside, and you know, he, he's a fine got player. A free agent yeah. contract. Yeah, he's a, I would say, a quality guard, right? A yeah. quality starting guard. I think that's what you're hoping for here. Yeah. I think the upside, I mean, the upside could be really high. It's just, man, we've seen yeah. the Eric Flowers and the Austin Jacksons and the Alex yeah. Leatherwoods all struggle, and it does make you really nervous. Now, I want to talk about some of the other draft picks that the Cowboys had that I'm a little bit more excited about. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including MLB season, which is going on right now. We've got golf, UFC. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, let's talk about Sam Williams, the Cowboys' second-round pick. It seemed like pretty early in the process the Cowboys fell in love with Sam Williams. Dan Quinn went down to Old Mrs. Pro Day to work him out. Uh, but it really didn't seem like he was a guy that a lot of other teams had you know, their attention on. So I'm curious, what were your thoughts as to what Sam Williams was going into the draft? He's a really talented edge rusher. He's, he's also not just explosive in terms of speed, but he's also a hardworking guy in the field, and you really appreciate that as a player. So, um, you know, I think in the second round, if you're willing to take that chance, you know, I, I think that's uh, I think that's fine. Uh, but, again, it is never really about his on-field talent. Yeah. Uh, it's, he's one of these guys that I, I could see it going either way, right? Because you just don't find – edge rushers from the SEC with four or five speed with yeah. double digit sacks. But there's a reason why he was available in the middle part of the second right. round. So he, he's a, he's a really interesting kind of test. Yeah. Uh, Greg, Greg Hardy probably. is another example. Greg Hardy, really similar uh, player had some Great. issues and, and <laughs> I know yeah. they'll end up in Dallas, right? I mean, that's just the way it goes. Yeah. Uh, what about Jalen Tolbert? Because I saw him uh, watching the Senior Bowl cut-ups. Uh, thought it was fine. Uh, I, I, man, I hate to say this word, but I, I, he was uh, just kind of average during the Senior Bowl drills. I don't think he stood out compared to everybody else. Um, but his college tape is absolutely phenomenal. What do you see as his role in the NFL? Yeah, he went about where I figured he'd go late third, early fourth, somewhere in there. 
Um, a real downfield threat. And, and I think the problem, one of the problems uh, was that he had quite a few drops last year, which is a, you know, an issue. Um, so if he could, he's got to clean that up. But if he, if he does um, a real downfield threat, a real slant after the catch kind of rat once he gets those strides going. So he went about where he was. And in terms of value, I thought he was just as good of a value as some of these teams that are trading up in the second round, giving up picks to get guys that were of similar talent, uh, honestly. So I think they did a great job. Uh, I think that was a, a really solid pick. I like what he does downfield. I think he's got some potential to be, you know, not a number one, obviously, but a number two, like a Michael Gallup, he could be a, become very like very similar to that i think um and so i thought that was a good pick for him uh last uh draft pick that i wanted to ask you about is matt will let's go one of my favorite kind of picks that the cowboys made here on day three because when you're on day three chad you just gamble on traits right because if you hit on yeah. a six seven offensive tackle that can move like crazy you you won the draft and if it doesn't pan out you're not losing your job over a fifth round pick, right? It's just it's right. not going to happen. So, how long do you think it's going to take Matt Lolesko to develop and potentially be ready, not for a starting job, but for like a, a swing tackle? Spot? Swing tackle, yeah, swing tackle job. I think he'll he'll be in the mix. If not this year, then they'll stash him on the practice squad. Maybe next year. Again, he's not that dissimilar to Terrence Steele, right? Because mm-hmm. he's got the length and he's not the strongest guy. Another guy that well. Uh, Steele was not very good at the senior bowl. Lesko didn't really stand out. I didn't think at the senior bowl. I thought he was, you know, there and he was fine, but he wasn't a standout. I um, think he got killed though. Like I no, think that's the problem. No, Steele no. was bad. Like, I yeah. mean, you could go through like five or six reps where he didn't win a single one of them. Right. That wasn't the case for Lesko. No, no. He held his own. He was fine. He wasn't dominance like a Quinn Minerts or, you know, any of those. And, and, and honestly, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And, and I didn't think Trevor Penning was that, Dominant no. the senior bowl either. He no. he shoved, uh, uh, oh my god, the Ohio State uh, defensive ends face into the dirt a couple times. But that's, you know, that's not really what we're talking about here. We're talking about blocking, right? Uh, no, but the let's go is fine. He 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 did a good job. He's got good length, and he's that swing tackle. If not this year, the next year, uh, I think he's gonna he's gonna be a contributor. I'm a little annoyed that we didn't want it. You didn't want to talk about Jake Ferguson, my guy from Wisconsin. But that's okay. That's okay. He's not, no, he's not a fantastic I, athlete or anything. I get it. I get it. It's just like the most boring tight end that the Cowboys have drafted in forever. It's just like he's a adequate blocker. He's an adequate receiver. He's an adequate athlete. He doesn't drop passes. And that's about it. Like he's just I know there's value in being competent and everything, but I, yeah. I wish and there was one trait that made him somewhat special. And well, I tell you what it was. If you, when you go back and you, you watch some senior ball practices, you, the quarterback was throwing to every time and, and they trusted him and he stood out. And then so that I did, I just want to throw that in just to make Cowboys right. understand that this guy's actually a player, no matter what you may say. No, I'm just, I'm just showing my Wisconsin colors. That's all. He'll be fine. Like he's gonna, he'll have like an eight-year career as a number yep. two tight end, and they'll be like, he'll catch sixteen passes next year, and it's just, it'll be. I know Cowboy fans hate my take on Jake Ferguson. Let's just um, be very, very clear about that. But yeah, yeah. the real reason I brought you on the show is to talk about the Cowboys UDFA's because yes. nobody knows undrafted free agents better than Chad Ryder. But before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Rock Auto. Rock Auto has everything from engine control modules and brake parts, motor oil, and even new carpet. 
Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and they're the same for professionals or do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on the how did you hear about us box? They know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Chad, the floor is yours. Give us your favorite UDFA signing for the Cowboys. Well, I tell you what, I, I went through a lot of the team's UDFAs, and Dallas has one of the best groups, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of guys that, uh, five or six guys that I thought could be drafted, honestly. And um, and so I, I'm really – wide receiver, uh, Jakari Roberson is, is a really good player. And, and I was a little surprised he wasn't drafted because he's dependable. Uh, he's played stronger than his size. He's got good quickness. And, and even though the, the Cowboys official website has him listed as Jakari Richardson – not his name, Roberson. Uh, I think he's a guy that could could flash in camp, and I, I, I like him a lot. Um, Ty Freifogel from Indiana. Yeah, if he would have come out after twenty twenty, he would have been drafted probably. But he struggled mm-hmm. with some drops this year, so don't be surprised if he makes some noise too. Stash him on the practice. Well, stash him on the practice squad for a year, and then uh, you know I think I think he's got some. I think he's got some talent. So I love what they did. Peyton Hendershot, another. That's gonna contribute right away. Um, he's the better the tight end too, by the way. Between him and Jake Ferguson, he's the he's the better tight end. Yeah, all three Schultz and those two will all contribute, and and hopefully we'll see some three tight end sets from them. That'll be a lot of fun. Um, I, I love two safeties they picked up: Marquez uh, uh, Bell and Wanye Thomas. I think Wanye Thomas mm-hmm. is one of these uh, safety linebacker hybrids. That's just going to be all over the field for them uh, when they, you know, when he gets a chance of first course special teams because that's what these guys have to make their living to start with. But I thought they got some really good picks there. A couple linebackers and uh, Aaron Hansford and Story Jackson mm-hmm. out of Liberty. A couple guys that can really run, get to the football. Uh, Micah Tafua from from Utah is not an athlete, but he will outwork everybody. And he played standing up. He played with his hand down. He can do a little bit of everything. So I mean they. And Malik Davis, the running back from Florida, one of the yeah. most underutilized guys in college football last year. Um, seven touchdowns and 115 touches. But he, he couldn't get the ball. And they had so much, you know, they, they they have talent all over the place and they wanted to throw the ball all over the place. So he didn't get it. So there's tons of guys, I think, that, again, if not next this year, next year you'll see them um, trying to make a roster. Yeah, and I'll, I'll even give you another one that you, you didn't mention. Uh, Dontario Drummond, wide receiver from yeah. Ole Miss. Like he's he's one of these slot receivers that doesn't run very fast. Kind of maybe a little bit like the version of, of Juju Smith-Schuster we've seen over the last couple of years, but catches yeah. everything, right? And he can be a pain to tackle in the open field. 
I don't know if he makes the Cowboys roster this year, but 2023, 2024, I could see it. I specifically did not mention him because I knew that the first thing out of your mouth would be four seven five forty. This guy can't run. He can't. I, I mean, he is slow. I think we could probably outrun him. But yeah, <laughs> no, I agree. I, you know, during the year, uh, he flashed throughout, and even the the year before. So uh, I agree that he's he's an interesting guy. Two hundred ten pounds. If you can get them the ball in space, he's 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 difficult for these guys, the smaller DBs to to bring down. So I agree, he's another guy I had in my list, but I, I thought you would, uh, you know, pull out the forty time on me. Any love for Big Cat Bryant, who the Cowboys signed as well? No, no, I no. I, no he's, no, he's he's a he's what I call a flash All American. Yeah. If you take his best three snaps from any game, he looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, and but you know he had to transfer out of Auburn because he wasn't getting a lot of playing time there and and you know and when he did he was just spotty and so like if if you put him on the field for ten snaps and he's just rushing the quarterback then maybe you got something there right I mean I I think as an undrafted guy or he's fine or is yeah. you know, he's fine uh, I like Marquise Bell as you mentioned I I, I think. I mean, the Cowboys love those kind of, we call them second level defenders, right? Guys right. that just come in, play in the box and make a bunch of tackles. I think he's going to, yeah, I think he's going to play a bunch on special teams. He's going to yep. factor in on defense somehow because he's a big time athlete who can tackle. You just don't find those guys all over the place. So, yeah. uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, any other thoughts of the Cowboys draft class UDFAs before we head out, Chad? Yeah, just one. Uh, Jonathan Garibay, the kicker. Yeah. Really interesting, but, you know, he had one great year at Tech. Uh, at, at the year before, he was four for seven from 40 plus yards. Okay. That's not great. At Riverside Community College, wasn't great. If he could capture what he did last year, um, that 62 yarder he made against Iowa State could have went 70. So, like, yeah. if he could capture that, and become something that's really interesting. But if not, it's going to kind of be a revolving door at that position for these guys. And, uh, you know, that's, that's not great. Yeah. Welcome to being a Cowboy fan for the last 40 years. So there you go. We're we're used to revolving doors at the uh, kicking situation. So, uh, all right, that is it for today's show. Thank you for making locked on Cowboys. Your first listen today. Now make your second listen to locked on NFL podcast, our national NFL experts and insiders, Keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league because an offseason doesn't equal a break in the action. I want to thank Chad for jumping on the show today. Make sure you check him out on NFL.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Chad underscore writer. Chad just had a fantastic article that he put up. I believe it was last week uh, redrafting the NFL for just the 2022 season. Might be interested to see where Dak Prescott falls in uh, his draft. Very, very interesting. Uh, you can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. You can follow me at Marcus underscore Mosher. And we'll see you guys next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.